I ran Michigan. I don't even know what he was thinking. He's just a complete brickhead. Uh, Brady Kachunk. Thomas is my best friend. I got a lot of good looking dudes on my team. You just got nuked. Hi everyone and happy new year. And welcome to episode Casper's Dogovans of Elite Sun's Brain. My name is Biata, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, Twitter user, at Erickson's Burner. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. The new year has been good for Ottawa hockey fans in one way only. <laughs> in exactly one way. <laughs> in another way, it's been <laughs> horrific. Uh yeah, so we can start out with um our our update on how the Sens are doing right now. Uh very brief. Uh how are the Sens doing right now? Okay, exactly in this moment. We are recording right after they just beat the San Jose Sharks. But I still wouldn't even say they're doing well because they barely won in regulation against again the San Jose Sharks. Yes, I would say uh the Sens remain bad. That's all there is to say. They're bad. They're so, so bad. And it's so embarrassing for them. Not for me. I'm out. Like, I've checked out of that. So it's no longer embarrassing for us. No longer embarrassing. Yeah. But just just to give a quick update on the team that our podcast is named for, they are indeed still bad. Moving on. Uh, um, As I said, it's a new year. We have not recorded since 2023, and of course, since our last podcast episode, something very exciting happened, and that's the start of PWHL season and a professional Ottawa hockey team that is, in fact, good. So that's been exciting. Finally. It's been very, very exciting. Again, they also just played their second game today, uh, which was awesome. Yeah, it felt like... I like cruel and unusual form of torture for the PWHL Ottawa team to have that long of a gap between games when the Sens were so bad. Have we not suffered enough, you know? Yeah, it was like, like, cause I understand that they had to reschedule one game because of unsafe conditions, but like, it really, like, I, I hated that. Like, I fully mm-hmm. understand, and I'm ha- glad they did it. But when they were like, by the way, the game against Boston isn't actually happening, I was like, this is mean. Like, why did they know. do that? The, the possibility of that Boston game, like, the promise of that game was the only thing getting me through that week, you know? I was like, the sins are so bad. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel. On Monday at 6 p.m., I can watch PWHL Ottawa versus Boston. And then they took that away from me, and I had to wait until Saturday. But the good news is, this team is really good. Yes, and they're so fun. Like, on mm-hmm. and off the ice, they are very, very fun. Yeah, so let's, let's get into this. Um, and let's start out with... A game that happened now quite a long time ago, but we got a debrief here because the two of us were both at the PWHL Ottawa home opener, their very first game on January 2nd, and gotta say, one of the best games I've ever attended. Yes, the atmosphere was so excellent. Like, everyone was so into it. I enjoyed so much of it. The first thing I'll talk about is kind of like offhanded, or not offhanded, 
It's that word. It's kind of like a side note of a thing I liked, but it was very funny because people still haven't quite figured out like the cheer, I don't think, because they still don't mm-hmm. have a name. So it was kind of a lot of like, go Ottawa, let's go Ottawa. Like, like the spirit was there, but I don't know. We got to figure that one out. But everything. Yeah, else- there's only one chant we can do. You know, I feel like we need some player specific chants. Like, OK, we'll get to this moment later. But like when Everett Smashmeyer did like made a big stop on a specific penalty shot again get to that in a minute i was like i was ready to run through a wall and i was like i need to chant emmer and smash meyer's name right now what are we <laughs> chanting like let's get a chant going so i think we need some kind of like mash 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 so something like that you know because that's her yeah. nickname we need player specific chants if we can't have a team nickname mm-hmm. that's I my agree. thought yeah yeah i i really agree with that i think like Especially because watching it, it was just so excellent. And there was like, especially, I, okay, for obviously I at some points really just wanted to be like, oh my gosh, like Emmer and Smashmire, you need to know how much you are doing right now. Like how much you are doing for me specifically right now. But also, okay, in that game, I don't know if I've seen that many people talking about it. And I don't even really remember the box score. So I don't know if she ended up getting on the board. I don't remember. But Emily Clark was so good and dynamic like the entire I was like oh my gosh like I need to like express somehow like how good she is I love her so much my standout was actually Ashton Bell on defense she got an assist on both goals man she was flying out there and I think it was like I mean obviously she was definitely one of the players that I knew a bit more about because she played for Team Canada but I hadn't really identified her as like a player who's going to be my favorite that I love so much. She kind of surprised me in that first game. Same with Haley Skamura. She's American, so yeah. I immediately didn't like her that much. <laughs> By the end of the game, I was like, I would die for her, actually. Yeah, I, I yeah, because I didn't know that much about, like, any of the non-Canadian players. So that It sounds awful to say it like that. But, like, no, no, that's fine. Like, Lots of people are in the same boat. Yeah, because, like, that's just the dynamic of, like, watching Team Canada. It's like, you just hate everyone who's not on Team Canada. But, mm. yeah, like, I was so like so pleasantly surprised with so many players like you can talk about like that's the thing everyone was so good we could do like a five minute segment at least on like how good everyone was it should be noted like they did lose but like in like even still like they were so good but like it felt so good for a loss i was walking out of that building like oh my god i could lift a bus right now like i was just so wired yeah, thankfully the Sens. Yeah, thankfully, like the Sens are playing at 10 p.m. Um, they calmed us down. You know, I was like, I could stay up forever. I'm, I'm like so wired. I'm never gonna sleep. And then the Sens went down like five goals to nothing in the first period, and I was like, actually, I'm gonna go to sleep now. So it yeah. just worked out so well. I loved the dynamic of everyone posting the same experience, which was. On my way back from the Ottawa PWHL game, I'm going to listen to the Ottawa Senators game on the radio, and then immediately everyone being like, never mind, we will turn that <laughs> off and listen to something else. <laughs> like, because I, like, I, um, as soon as I started tuning into like, TSN 1200, it was hilarious because I hear, like, and, like, someone else will score. So I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, who scored, though? And they go, like, it's Noah Juleson or something to make it 2 nothing. And I'm like, okay. We, like, it's done. We don't have to do this anymore. 
So yeah, yeah, it was like great to bring down the vibes of like the collective city. It was, of and you know what? We needed the vibes to come down a little bit. We were a little too wired. We wouldn't have been able to sleep. I had a bus to catch the next morning. Like, thank you, auto senators, for just doing that so early on. You know, um, yeah. Anyways, that was a fun game. Yeah, it was just like so. Like again, like vibes of just like everything like the team was so good and also the crowd was so good there was one point where I think I don't know if uh I think you we were sitting this is so funny I think me and Beata were sitting in like a very similar section but didn't see each other so that's a hilarious thing that happened but yeah basically (laughs) like at one point there was like a guy who started chanting like go Montreal go or whatever and everyone let's go Montreal (laughs) everyone like and then immediately start let's go Ottawa like 10 times louder it was so funny it was also just like a collective reflex to be like like sit down like shut up I also I also love that it was like kind of putting the guy in his place because you know how this happened right this guy was probably if he was trying to start that chant either a Habs fan in Ottawa or a Habs fan who lives in Montreal but often makes the trip to Ottawa to go and see the Habs play at the CTC. But you know that this guy is frequently watching the Montreal Canadiens versus the Ottawa Senators at the Canadian Tire Center, which, as we all know, unfortunately, it's often about half Habs fans at those games. So he is used to being able to cheer for the Habs in Ottawa, and he tried that out at TD Place, and everyone said, absolutely not. This is not happening here. <laughs> Which, can I note, is what Sens fans should have done in 92. Like, we did what exactly. Sens fans couldn't do when neither of us were born. Like We are nipping this at the bud. We are yeah. not letting it happen. Like, not here. Not at TD Place. It's different, okay? It's within city limits. Like, it's a new game there. Exactly. And actually... In today's game against Toronto, there were Ottawa fans who went to Toronto to go and watch that game. So, Uno reverse card here. And I am expecting everyone who goes to watch the first PWHL Ottawa versus Toronto game in Ottawa, you'd better be ready to fight, okay? You'd better be ready to do the exact same thing and lay down the law because Toronto fans were not able to get tickets in Toronto. So they're going to be coming to Ottawa, and we better show them who's boss. Immediately, you need to shut that shit down. Like, we're not doing this this time around. If you are a PWHL Ottawa fan who lives in Ottawa or near Ottawa, it is your civic duty (laughs) to attend the first Ottawa versus Toronto game in Ottawa. Very, very important. Yeah, you need to, like, Again, yeah, you just need to lay down the law. You can't you can't even give them an inch because you, mm-hmm. you know what happens. They'll take a mile. It'll be terrible. Anyway, yeah, it was excellent. I loved booing. Speaking of booing, who else from Montreal did we boo? We booed Marie-Philippe Poulet while she was taking a penalty shot. Truly, I gotta say, one of my favorite moments of that entire game. Yeah, it was such, like, people talk about, like, Oh, like, it was a record-breaking crowd, which is also very awesome. But, like, 
I don't know if you can quantify like booing Melhi Philippe as a record, but like that felt even more record breaking. I was like, we did something here. It did. And like, if you've been watching other PWHL Montreal broadcasts, because I've tuned into a few non Ottawa games just to see how the other teams are doing. And like, the broadcasters, the commentators keep talking about this when they're talking about Montreal. And they're like, Pune, she got booed in Ottawa, by the way. And it's like, hell yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because also, I think a lot of people, um, I saw people like posting about it online afterwards, being like, um, if anyone was nervous about like, can, I think someone specifically said, like, if anyone was nervous about if people will be able to put aside like any emotions they have about like booing Team Canada players like in Canada, like Melly Philippe just got booed in the nation's capital. I'm so sorry. I don't remember who tweeted that, but great. I you saw the tweet. Yeah. yeah. I remember who the, I remember. I can see the profile picture in my mind. No, I, I can't remember. But yes, I know the tweet you're talking about. That was just so funny. And actually, the one that I always think about is Haley Selbian just going, they're booing Pune in the nation's capital. Yeah. It's like, if anyone ever, because people, I think, have trouble, like, understanding Ottawa as a city, like, the mm-hmm. vibe of, like, Ottawa fans in general. It's like, I hope this, like, illustrates it's just hater energy all the way down. It's just, like, at everyone's core, they just want to, like, hate so much. And it's yeah. so awesome. And, like, it was just so funny because you knew that everybody in that crowd is a Canadian women's hockey fan. Like, every <laughs> single one of us loves Marie-Philippe Pune. We have loved her for years, but we were just so hyped about Ottawa that we were like, and fuck you, Maggie <laughs> Like, we're on a roll. We're we're cheering for this team. We're cheering against Montreal. And we're just going to boo Maggie because we're so wired right now. Um, yeah. And it was like a funny bit that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And like, I will say, I was also even like, damn, it's going to feel weird. Like, before this game, I was like, mm-hmm. it's going to feel weird, actually, like booing players that you like cheer on like every four years, whatever. It was, like, a visceral and immediate reaction. Like, everyone just collectively at the exact same moment agreed, like, nope, we are booing her right now. Because, like, my thing is that, okay, yeah, at that moment when it's, like, it was a penalty shot, which was also so exciting. Like, I think first penalty Mm -hmm. shot in NHL history. So that was awesome. But then I was like, oh, my God, who is it, though? I saw 29 and I was like, oh no, like, oh no, I, I can't believe that this is who is getting this penalty shot right now. So it also just felt like the fans helped. Like, obviously, Emery yeah. Smashmire had it under control, but also it's like, we helped a little, I feel like. We did, yeah. And what's funny is I literally do have a Pune Canada jersey yeah. hung up right behind me as I say this. And you know what? Honestly, a few days ago, I saw a TikTok about Matthew Pune. It was a, you know, highlights stuff from her. And I, you know, felt the way I always do when I see her in a Canadian jersey. I don't think this changes anything. I just hate her specifically when she's playing for Montreal. This is going to work fine. Yeah, it's very easy to do because if you think about it like we do it for men's hockey all the time mm-hmm. like you like I hate well I guess we haven't done it in a while because like the best players yeah. don't go to the Olympics anymore but it's like at the time when it happened it was very easy to do mm-hmm. so it's just gonna be a similar thing I think I think so I am very excited to see this continue It'll be great. yeah it's just yeah. like 
immediately rivalries being built. I also like, even though it, like, obviously the Boston game got postponed, it's nice that the first two Ottawa games were against Montreal and Toronto. I think that mm-hmm. really set the stage for the rivalries. It really did. And I love that they, so yeah, we can talk about Toronto now, because uh, I love that they beat them by a lot. It just, yeah. it felt good, you know? Uh, and it was, it was funny bad. that Toronto continued to be bad at home. Yes, it was so awesome. Oh, it was so awesome. Because especially, like, I was so happy for the few fans from Ottawa who made it out. Because mm-hmm. I was like, they did this for you guys. And to the Toronto fans, again, your team did that for you. Like, if only your team liked you enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, truly shout out to those fans that went there because also like Toronto sold out every single one of their games in pre-sales. So you know that these people like they signed up for like PWHL Toronto newsletter or whatever. Maybe they put down a deposit specifically for them. Like these people live in Toronto and they were like, we are going to those Ottawa games. That's dedication. I'm really happy they got the tickets. Me too. That is the Ottawa hater energy that we need and that we are bringing. It's just so exciting. Like, yes. Yeah. And honestly, we're out hating a lot of other fan bases. Yeah. I honestly, like, okay, I haven't been to any other physical games, but just watching the broadcast, I'm like, I think we're winning. Like, I think mm-hmm. we're winning in terms of like how much we are hating. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, okay, Minnesota was hating a little bit, mostly because they saw us break the record and they were like, we have to break this, which, you know, respect. Yeah, I respect them doing that. Thank you for beating Montreal. So, you know, but I don't have beef with Minnesota. I think they're like them and New York. Those are the only teams that I don't have beef with. So I can just kind of respect their hating. Yeah, no, it's like, I don't take it personal. I'm just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I have, like, yeah, no ill will. It's like, actually, we have an alliance here. Because we're both hating, you know? But also, they weren't as loud as us, I have to say. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, even though they broke our attendance record, they didn't break our, like, noise record, probably. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah, at one Mm -hmm. point at the game, they were like, we're going to find the loudest row in this entire place. (laughs) Yeah. I think I got jogged. I was really loud. <laughs> but also, didn't they give a bunch of, like, aeroplan miles to a bunch of yeah. children? That's what they did all happening. Kids. I was like, the kids don't need the aeroplan. You did get jobbed because clearly they picked out the road that was least in need of aeroplan miles. Exactly. Because the in-game announcer was already standing at the row that won. Obviously, that's the wow. loudest one if you're standing right next to it. You know, this is the kind of thing that the PWHL needs to address in their, you know, broadcast and, or not the broadcast, but like the the in-arena experience. Because what the hell? Yeah, it's not right. Yeah. The rest of it was awesome, though. Well, okay, the only other thing that was not awesome was it was impossible to get anywhere during intermission. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think it's because, like, there was just, like, lines things everywhere like i don't even know what the lines were for not food or anything just like lines not food or merch the line for the women's washroom took 20 minutes 
Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, though, when I like saw the like <laughs> the line for like how long the women's washroom line was, I was like, "That's herstory." Like, there you exactly. go. Exactly. Like, like something happened here. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. what a what a night. Um. Yeah. Also, they have a team dog. That's pretty fun. Lando. I was like, yeah, that's a great name too. Only team with a team dog. Best so. team in the league. That's what I'm hearing over and over again. Exactly. And like, truly, again, on the ice, best team in the league. They're literally so good. Okay. They also, low so dynamic. It's so fun. I know, they're so fast. And yeah. Toronto was so bad. <laughs> I love it. Okay, obviously, like, disclaimer, like, obviously all these athletes are very, very talented, blah, 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 whatever. Toronto is so bad! Like, what's up with that? I said in my preview that this game was going to be a matchup between the slowest team in the league and the fastest team in the league, and it was! Yeah. Oh my gosh. Also, a side note, just, like, Michaela Grant-Mentis, so I was about to say this. I can't believe she went undrafted. I can't believe this. And also, yeah, I was going to bring this back to literally the best moment in that home opener, even though it was disallowed. Her almost goal. I need you guys to know this context. I've already told this story on the Zoobcast. Go listen to the Zoobcast. I'm sorry. I'm stealing their content. (laughs) I was a Michaela Grant-Mentis fan during her days with the Toronto Six. I own a Toronto Six Michaela Grant-Mentis jersey, and I showed up to that game wearing that jersey, and who gets the first goal in PWHL Ottawa history? Michaela Grant-Mentis. I am losing my mind. I could not believe this happened. I was like, I have peaked as a hockey fan. Like, nobody else in this building that I can see is wearing a Michaela Grant-Mentis jersey. I have peaked. And then it got disallowed, and I'm still so mad about it. I'm so sorry. It was like devastating. It was devastating for everyone because like it was just so perfect. Like obviously it was most perfect for okay. I think it goes like most perfect for number one, McKinley Grant Mentis, and then you, <laughs> and then like big gap, and then everyone. Yeah, else. Like, yeah. You are the two who just like had it. Like it was just so perfect for you guys. But then like the like the vibes when that happened because obviously like at the time we think like that's the first goal in Ottawa PWHL history. The crowd, I don't say this lightly, goes wild. Like, we cheered for, like, five straight minutes because when then they were, like, deliberating about if it was a good goal, we just kept cheering. Like, we cheered the whole time. And then when it got called back, hey, I understand why. It was technically not a legal goal because it went, yeah, under the net. Still, though, the vibe's excellent. Everyone booed the decision. Everyone was like, ref, you suck. Objectively the correct call. Everyone was like, like, we hate you. And it was just such a It was just such a cool moment. It's like, why can't you just give it to us? (laughs) Just this once. Like, don't don't let them score like that in the future. But like, just this one. Yeah. Like, it's the first game. Like, give us one thing. It was very, it's just like such excellent vibes, though. Yeah. Anyways, she has been amazing in both games. Uh, also, Akane Shiga. Can't believe so, she wasn't. I mean, that one, like, it makes more sense. There's, you know, context there. Like, I get why she wasn't drafted, but, like, what a steal. Mm-hmm. I really like, actually, I don't know if we, like, talked about We must have talked about this previously, but I love the way that, like, Ottawa has built their team on basically, like, 
the other teams are like a little dumb for not drafting these people. So mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. go. And then also during the intermission of to, of this game, um, like the game that happened today against Toronto, uh, Michaela Grant Mentis was talking about like why she chose Ottawa. It's excellent vibes. She was like, a lot of my friends went there. Daryl Watts is my best friend. And she was like, you're coming to Ottawa. And I was like, yes, the vibes are so good. I know. And they live together too. And everyone's learning Japanese for Akane Shiga. It's just like, the vibes are so, so good. And then also, I talked about this on Twitter. um, But there was like a TSN video of like, uh, all the, like a bunch of players from like different teams and stuff. And then at one point, Emily Clark, it was Emily Clark and Haley Skimura. And then <laughs> Emily Clark at one point was talking about like the like rivalry, I guess, and stuff. And she was No, it was just... questions she hates, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Media yeah, questions like, that she hates. Yeah. Questions she hates. And she was like, I hate talking about the rivalry sometimes because it's like, oh, or like how like how are you gonna play with these people like these uh these people who are like Americans and like normally you guys are rivals or whatever. And she was like, This is my friend. Like she happens to be American, but like we're still friends. And I was like, that's such a funny dynamic of like, we like, uh, just, she can't help it. It's just like part of her. It's like, I don't agree with that lifestyle, but like, she's yeah. still my friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, hate the sin, love the sim- sinner type energy. <laughs> it was so good. That video was so good. Would yeah. recommend. Check out that video if you haven't seen it. I I want there to be like more content. It's also the thing. I get everyone's busy, but yeah. like, I really want more content. Like I also know. need more Ottawa-specific content. Because I was watching that video being like, don't make me like Abby Rock. Like, come yeah. on. Real. Oh, she was so good in that video. And I was like, no, I'm not supposed to like her. I only want to watch the Ottawa players. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like, it's just so good, though. Like, the vibes are excellent. I presume for Toronto right now, the vibes are not good. And that makes my vibes mm-hmm. even better. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I just feel like too. So yeah, I feel like the hockey world needs Toronto to be suffering. It's just it's balance in the universe and stuff, right? Mm. And it's also it's just really funny because like Toronto is kind of the Hockey Canada team. Like they have so many Hockey Canada players. The coach and GM are with Hockey Canada, and then you watch Toronto and you're like, so could Canada be even better at the Olympics? So like. Have they been underperforming? Yeah, but it's also funny because, like, the one part where they didn't, like, get the two Hockey Canada people was goaltending, and, like, mm, boy, just did show. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, also, yeah, I just want to say incredibly iconic of Montreal to go up 2 nothing in their home opener, uh, blow the lead, and then lose in overtime after scoring an overtime goal and having it overturned that felt like karmic justice uh really happy with that result mm-hmm. thank you that we count thank that you, also boston. as an ottawa win so yeah. that's two you know wins. i can never really count boston boston win as an yeah. ottawa win but you know it just sucks you when you hate half win. the league right like <laughs> they're gonna play against each other at some points yeah that's the thing also it's like the like i so deeply want toronto and montreal to miss the playoffs oh i like, know it would how be so funny, funny. like right? in a six-team league for the two ones we dislike the most to miss the playoffs. exactly uh yeah 
I'm really, I'm manifesting this. I mm-hmm. so want it to happen. I just think it would be so funny if Montreal missed the playoffs especially. But also, like, Toronto would be funny in a different way because it's, like, expected, you know? The jokes write themselves. <laughs> Montreal would just be funny because it would be so unexpected. Yeah, because, like, I feel like everyone expected... I, obviously, we're, like, only a few games in. So, like, we still don't really know. I feel like everyone expected Montreal, though, to be, like, top, top. Mm-hmm. They're, like, not really right now, so... We'll see what happens. Yeah, they haven't looked that good. Yeah. Whereas Ottawa looked very good. So Ottawa has looked very, very good. Also, literally both else. games, just amazing. Yeah, something else also. Everything is so much more physical than I think. I don't know if yeah. other people expected it, but like I did not expect that. And it's been like like low-key today in the Ottawa game. I was like, is there gonna be like a fight right now? Alexia Gia nearly starting a fight. Shout out to her. She is so funny. She she pulled a like Kachuk just trying <laughs> to fight everyone on the team all at once. I love her so much. Yeah, it's like, and I really think there is gonna be a fight like by the mm-hmm. end of the season. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I didn't expect that. That's like a fun surprise. It has been really fun. Um, yeah, I find often, like, I don't notice the difference between men's and women's hockey as much as you'd expect. Like, okay, if people say, I tried to watch women's hockey, but I just can't because it's not physical, I know that they didn't actually try to watch women's hockey because it's not yeah. noticeable. But I ha- definitely have noticed, like, that it's more physical than usual. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, obviously, yeah, like, it's always more physical than people think because it's like people think like obviously like technically i think there's no hitting like technically it's not allowed mm-hmm. i think i don't know what this league i don't know the rules right now but no it's like, this league you can hit if you're trying to like get the puck from a player yeah basically. so i think that's yeah. like a change right because i feel like previously mm-hmm. it's been like you're like, uh, like no. rub them out but not hit is no those hit? are the those are the ihf rules as well um oh, but okay. the thing is the refs aren't calling it as much as they do in international hockey so mm-hmm um okay. yeah just kind of down to the roughing i guess that makes sense i yeah i thought the roughing also has been pretty good i didn't notice anything other than them taking away michaela's goal, goal. Yeah. Ugh, so mad about that yeah also okay my one um concern with the ottawa team in both games uh minor sends vibes in how they dominate the first period and then take their foot off the gas a little bit later i would like to see that change i have like i i have experienced that too much from the ottawa senators would like a little switcheroo there (laughs) yeah the one the thing is though what they're doing which the sens could never do is get points games so we still take it and uh, yeah it was funny after that game when people were like oh it's such ottawa vibes that the ottawa team lost in overtime and i was like in what world (laughs) like the one thing the ottawa senators do not do is lose in overtime yeah i wish do you know how much i have wished for them to at least lose in overtime no like no Ottawa Senators vibes would have been giving up like two goals in quick succession in the third to lose in in regulation. Yeah. Um, and then have almost two weeks off to think about it. Just think yeah, about how close we off, were to that. Yeah. The time off was Ottawa Senators vibes. I was like, damn, both these mm-hmm. leagues don't want Ottawa like fans to see hockey right now. Yeah. And also, even though 
Ottawa like takes their foot off the gas a little bit in the second and third periods, they still played fine. Like they were still the better team, unlike another team we could mention. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's fine. I think. Spent, yeah, in the Montreal game, I was like, I don't know if I just like have so much my like Homer like glasses on right now. I was like, they should have like they deserve to win in regulation, in my opinion. Absolutely, like, they really played, outplayed them, in my opinion. So they got jobbed, yeah. but you know, whatever. We move on. Mm-hmm. They need to face a little bit of adversity. Yeah. So, anyways, we're very excited about that. Um, we're going to move on a little bit now, not to talk about the Ottawa Senators. Well, a little bit, I guess. I guess. So it is the new year. And what that means is that it's or less the one year anniversary of this podcast. So congrats. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. Yay. Good Yay. job. Good job, everyone. Good job, team. <laughs> we kept it going. Um, thank you to everyone who has listened to us in the last year. It's been a lot of fun. What do you think were some of our best moments from the first year of, of Elite Sun's Brain? Um, I'm going to give a few. Okay, number one, I'm going to give... I d- don't think it's recency bias, but it does come from last episode. Of I thought the ending of last episode was <laughs> perhaps the best ending we've ever had. <laughs> because also... So if anyone didn't listen, please go listen. It ends with Viana just going in on the Sens. And normally, you know, we do our like, okay, follow us here. Go Sens, go bye. And Viana goes, fuck the Sens, bye. And then afterwards, when we finished recording, I was like, oh, I realized we didn't plug anything. What should we do? So then I had to go in like when I was editing and be like, Hey guys, like follow us here also. Um, happy New Year. Bye. So that might be recency bias, but okay. I think it was just a great moment. Um, my favorite moment by far was the episode we did with Morgan Defensement and yeah. Victoria Fake Hockey Team. That one, I don't even know, like from a listener perspective, if that was our best episode, I don't know if I should recommend it to people. But, like, you have to understand, this was the most chaotic, like, call I've ever been on. I don't know if we debriefed this before, but, like, this was, like, two hours straight of us just laughing until we had tears in our eyes. Those two people are so funny. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, if if I had to choose a moment not last episode, that is my other topic. Like, it was just so funny. I think, like, the way that we ended up editing it. Yeah, I think I ended up editing yeah, that you one. Did. Yeah, and the way it turned out is that, like, we wanted to, like, illustrate, like, by the way we rambled for, like, X yeah. amount of time. So I just ended up, like, doing, like, beeps, like, in the middle of just, like, cake cut. I was cutting out, like, 45 minutes of conversation. Like, it was so funny. It had everything. I truly don't think I learned anything about the Flyers. And that's how it should be. Like, who cares? Like, we learned some things about Joel Therapy. And we learned some things about Philly cheesesteaks. And what else mattered? Exactly. Um... Yeah, never, I, I've never just had such a chaotic 
recording experience like it, it's just really funny when it's your own podcast and you're like you know often when you have guests you kind of feel like oh we have to like carry the conversation a little bit to make sure that the guest feels comfortable and like knows what to talk about we don't want like an awkward silence with a guest or whatever right and this time we just didn't have to do that because the guest just like took the podcast and like ran with it like yeah. they just rambled they talked and they were like bringing up all these subjects and like they they ran the episode not us yeah. like what we learned is just like working in victoria just need a platform at any given point and they can <laughs> like they can take it from there and it was so awesome if yeah if you have a podcast you're listening to this uh you're wondering if you should get guests on the podcast uh yeah a great place to start would be morgan and victoria from flyers twitter who yeah, yeah need who, who like you don't even have to give them anything they will just yeah they will create content for you mm-hmm. it was so excellent yeah. yeah other top i also like yeah shout out any guests we've had like oily mm-hmm. gifts Julia, Poppy, so iconic. Thank you all for joining us. That was pretty fun. It was good, uh, you know, getting to to talk to many of our Twitter friends in person, mm-hmm. even though, you know, I guess half the guests we had, I already knew in person, but you didn't. So <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I met a lot of people. It was very awesome. Um, yeah, all of those had such iconic moments. Like also, especially the um, the episode with Poppy, because I... Again, like, I was a fan of, like, this American life, so I was like, I am starstruck. Like, I am the guest right now. Like, this is so awesome. And then the mascot minute, I was like, I can't believe I get to be a part of this right now. Like, this is, like, a dream come true. So that was very awesome. My favorite part of that episode was when I was editing it later, and um, there was a point where I left to use the washroom, and I let you and Poppy just, like, continue talking, and um so you know for listeners at home like obviously erickson's burner and i talk quite frequently i probably know more about her personal life than most of you do but she's still like very secretive about her personal (laughs) life so there are lots of things that i like basic things that i just don't know right and so i leave we keep the recording going because like why not no let's not pause it or anything return to the episode we finish it i'm editing and then i get to this like you know five minute stretch where these two people are talking without me making small talk and poppy starts asking these questions that i do not know the answer to and i'm like poppy you can't ask that she's not going to tell you that information about herself but she did and so i like learned something about my friend through like eavesdropping on her conversation with someone else that was funny the thing is, it's like, okay, I obviously have only ever met Poppy, like, on that, like, online and also, like, through that podcast episode. And still, if anyone has not had the privilege of, like, meeting Poppy, something about her just makes you want to just, like, like, we're, like, yeah, like, we're best friends. I'm going to tell you everything about myself right now. Like, she just has such an awesome vibe where I was like, I, yeah, like, we've known each other for years. So true. And also, we haven't even acknowledged that um, also we met in person and recorded an episode in person. That was fun. That was, oh my god, yeah. That was a top moment. That was very fun. And like, that was the Jacob Chikrin trade episode, too. Oh my god, yeah. Can we, can we reveal which game we attended that season? Or 
okay, guys, the game that we attended together was the um, Sens versus Red Wings. It was the Who Wants It game. We were yep. at that game. We were seated. We were there in person. Man. It was so awesome. Because then after, like, I don't think at the game we actually knew what was said. So we were like, like, uh, by yeah. Brady Chuck and stuff. So we just, like, saw it happening on ice, and we were like, wait, like, this is going to be awesome to find out more about later. And then, like, on Twitter, everyone was like, that's so funny, like, uh, what he's saying. It was just, like, so funny. It was also great, because that was, that was literally the first time we met in person, and it was, it felt like, you know, we met in person, we, we maximized our joint sleigh, and the sends became good. Like, that's what made it happen. Yeah. That's Maybe that's so why true. they're bad now, because we haven't <laughs> met in person since then. No, literally, because it's, like, low-key? Why? Because do you remember, like, that was a time when we were, like, wait a second, they're going to make the playoffs. Like, if yeah. they can, like, go on a run here and, like, get chicken and all this stuff, like, it's going to happen now. And obviously it didn't, but, like, for that moment, like, we believed. And it was just mm-hmm. so beautiful. And it all happened because we met in person. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those were our, our highlights for the first year. Again, thanks to everyone who tuned in. It's been pretty fun. Um, and since we're on the topic of, uh, you know, wrapping up one year, in our very first episode, it was kind of New Year's themed, and we gave the Sens some New Year's resolutions. And we thought, you know, since that year has come and gone, um, we're going to revisit those resolutions and think about how little has changed since then. <laughs> because, spoiler alert, they failed a lot of these. Yeah, spoilers. I mean, it was, they it was didn't expect, but yeah. Yeah, my thing is that they failed the most important ones. And the ones that we were kind of throwing out as like, obviously they were all a little bit jokes, but like the ones that mattered the least. They succeeded on, except one. There was one that was very important that they succeeded on. We will discuss in detail. So the first resolution that we gave the Sens in our very first episode was we said that in 2024, they should maintain healthy shoulders. And I think this, uh, that one, they failed about like a week after we put out that episode. Josh Norris, way to ruin it for the group. (laughs) Yeah, good job, Josh. And also... Unlike, I think yesterday it was announced, like, Josh Morris is also out with an upper body injury. So, like, what do we think that is? Good job, buddy. Like. What the hell? I mean, that was yeah. 2024, not 2023. But, yeah, failed. They did oh, yeah. not maintain healthy shoulders in 2023. What was their se- What was their second resolution? Okay. Their second resolution, which is basically the only one I gave, because it's the only one I could think of at the time. And it's still the only one I could think of. I said, Ben should stop being bad. In 2023. They doubled and tripled down on being bad in 2023. Yeah, they failed that one. I guess it's relatable that they failed all their New Year's resolutions. Yeah. That we gave them that they probably didn't know about. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I relate because in 2023, this is a side note about me. I set a Goodreads goal of 25 books. In the end, (laughs) I read four. So I am an honorary member of the Ottawa Senators. (laughs) Fair enough. I actually yeah. stopped using Goodreads this year. I I, mean, I keep, kept meaning to transfer to Storygraph because that's the thing everyone's using. But also, I constantly just like reread the same books over and over again. So 
I sometimes I put them in, but like honestly, I'm over. I I read enough. I don't need the the motivation of tracking all yeah. the books. So I'm over Goodreads. Anyways, um, their next resolution was to stop getting scored on five minutes in, and they failed. Yeah. They do it more now. That's my issue, is they did it more later on after we told them to stop. It's like they don't even listen to this podcast. It's ridiculous. How many other STEM podcasts do we know run by women? Zero, probably. <laughs> Just kidding. If you are a woman-run STEM podcast, I acknowledge you. And I know of another one. Wait, reasons. there's there's extra attackers. I don't know if they're a STEM podcast, though, because Maud runs that one. But, oh, okay, yes. But I don't know if that's... I don't think that's a Sense podcast, actually, so... Yeah, and also, they probably want, like, Extra Taggers podcast probably also wants the Sense to stop being bad if Maud is running it, too. So, exactly. Like, it's like, they're not listening to women. <sighs> that's their New Year's... That should be their New Year's resolution for 2024. They should start listening to women more. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway, in, so, in a similar vein, the next one that we gave them last year was score more goals with their own net empty. I don't know the exact stats about that, but I'm going to say they failed. Yeah, they, I haven't seen it. And the other thing is they don't even get to that point anymore. Like, they don't get to the point because what they no. do now is they're, like, anytime a game is close, the way it got close is that they were leading and then it got tied. So then they don't pull their goalie and then they get scored on in the last minute. So then they never really... Okay, wait. To be fair, they have been doing this thing where they go down, like, five goals. And then they score just enough goals that in the last minute, you're like, wait, are they going to tie this? Oh, yeah. So I think maybe technically they did score a few more goals with their net empty. Because I feel like some of those like not quite tying goals, but the ones to bring mm -hmm. it within one were scored like that. But even though that follows the letter of the law, it is not the spirit of the law. So I would say that that was still a failure. Yeah, it doesn't count. It's like, whatever. Like, no one cares if you scored with the net empty to lose 5-4. Like... I'm unmoved by that. So, failure. It doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, our next one, this is one that obviously uh, you will be very happy to, to talk about. Uh, we did give Eric Brandstrom specifically the New Year's resolution of scoring one goal. And how did he do? He did so good. <laughs> he did so good in Smashing success. Yeah. Yeah, in Sweden, but even Sweden. before that, he was scoring mm -hmm. goals for the Ottawa Senators last season. Yeah. What a guy. And he brought it, yeah, he brought it across seasons too. He's the only one who listens. Exactly. <laughs> Are we surprised? No. Eric Branstrom, the only one who listens to women. Yeah. I'm not there surprised. I'm surprised um, because I would have thought that Josh Norris would have been more of a feminist, but he keeps injuring his <laughs> shoulder, so he clearly isn't. Clearly not. <laughs> Our next okay. one. Oh no. <laughs> this one's embarrassing now. Like, I don't want to talk about this one. We gave <laughs> Alex Debrinkit the resolution to please resign in Ottawa, and he failed. Not much yeah. more to say about that. Big, big failure. He let us all down. Not a feminist. No, definitely not. <laughs> the next one maybe requires context. Um, okay, so it was like 
Ojiru, at one point when he signed in Ottawa, I don't remember how soon after, he talked about like a poutine truck that he really liked. There was a breakaway video where he was going yeah, to yeah. a poutine truck. Yeah, and showing and off like how amazing it is. Yeah, I was in a parking lot. And I think in general, wait. We were saying that if players went to that poutine truck and tried the poutine, they would want to stay in Ottawa forever. So we said that the entire Sens team should uh, try the poutine truck that Jihu likes so much. And it is unclear whether they did that. We I'm can't assuming, answer this question. Maybe some of them did. I'm assuming anyone who then signed a long-term contract did. Yeah, Jake Sanderson definitely tried it. Yeah, yeah he's been there. Um, you know what? I'm going to say Matthew Joseph hasn't been there because in the latest like breakaway video or whatever he was like doing a takeover of the Ottawa Senators Twitter account and mm. one of his tweets that he posted was that where's the best mm. Putin in Ottawa he said you have to go to the Gatineau side so I'm gonna assume True. he didn't do it mm-hmm. and those are like the only two because if he had he would have said it's the parking lot behind the staples yeah so yeah uh so yeah kind of unclear but we can make guesses about that one uh, the next one was, we said that players should meow more often in the dressing room. This one is related to Alex Dabrinkit. Unfortunately, uh, there has been a, a clear lack of meowing in the dressing room lately. So I would say they failed that, which is pretty sad. Yeah. It's sad because it's like they don't even have a reason to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's a sad failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next one was, um, we told Tim Stutzla to dive more. I'm not sure if he did it more than normal. I think he just like I don't think so. Yeah, I think he's just kind of plateaued in how much he dives. So I would like to see a little bit more from him. Yeah, it'd be nice. (laughs) Uh, We also told the Sens to make new enemies. uh, And the logic here was like, it was really fun that they started this rivalry of the Red Wings and stuff. I think that was what it was. And like, you know, we wanted them to, you know, piss off more random teams. Not really sure they did that. I I think, I don't think they were good enough for teams to really hate them. So, yeah, yeah. I I don't think that happened. Yeah, I think, like, the fans picked up the slack and got hated by many, mm. many fan bases online. Mm, true. But I think yeah. the team itself has failed. Yeah, I I agree with that. And then in that same vein, we also said that um, more random players should be hated. Like, we thought it was funny that, you know, people hated Tim Stutzla so much. And I would say this was a success uh, because Matthew Joseph got hated by Red Wings fans. Yeah. Didn't turn out exactly how we wanted. It wasn't fun, so... Yeah. Again, like, they technically did it, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not in a good way. Um, no. This one was good. Okay, this is finally a success. I think we've had, like, 12 failures in a row. Um, The next one was to call up more Belleville players, because at this time, it was everyone... It was all veterans being overplayed, mm-hmm. and everyone was annoyed by it. And... Specifically, we said we want Ridley Gregg to get called up. And a success. He was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And on the topic of Ridley, we also said that Ridley Gregg should resolve not to get suspended. And he succeeded in that. Congratulations to Ridley Gregg. We don't talk enough about what an accomplishment that was for him. Mm -hmm. He's been an angel. 
Literally, Absolute he's never angel. done anything wrong. No. I still think about that Jack Baines tweet that said uh, he's still a criminal, but now he does white-collar crime. That's how <laughs> I think about it. Oh my god, that's a good tweet. Shout out Jack Baines for that one. I hadn't seen yeah. it. But yeah, that's exactly it. An all-timer, truly. Lo- oh permanently god. lodged in my brain. <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, in a similar vein of like call up more Belleville players, you said to call up Angus Crookshank, I think in a bid to appeal to the Zoob cast that was mentioned. And mm-hmm. he was called up. I think he's been sent back down now, which is... Yeah. Yeah, which is sad. But it's okay. But, he's He was called up. Yeah, I so, don't know if he was yeah. called up in 2023, though. Was he? At the end oh, of yeah. 2023. Yeah, yeah, at yeah, the yeah. very end. Yeah. So they did it just in the nick of time. Yeah, but yeah. We can just under the wire. But yeah, they did succeed. We also said that the TSN broadcast crew should show the injured players in the press box more often. I don't think they showed the players at all. It was it was a failure. Um, really disappointing to see just the downfall of TSN in that way. Yeah. If Josh Norris wears glasses and a scarf at this point in time, literally no one will ever know. I know. And it's really sad to think about. Like... I just think about that every game that I watch when Josh Norris isn't playing. I'm like, is he wearing that scarf? Is he wearing a little toque? Is he eating food? And there's just no way for me to know. It's horrifying that we don't know. It's like, I want, it's like, you know how like parents will like do a little bit of like a surveillance state on their children nowadays Mm because they're so nervous about them at all times. Like I need a little like Google camera on that man. Like, Mm -hmm. where is he? What's he doing? I'm nervous. Yeah, and it's just like, I like to know that all the injured players are hanging out together. Yeah, it's good for morale to know that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We said that Matt Murray should, okay, we were a little, we went back and forth about what Matt Murray should resolve to do. We kind of ended on he should resolve to be bad in crucial moments in the playoffs. Uh, That, I would say, is not applicable because... I think the spirit of it, we were hoping that he would be good for a little bit, just enough that he would get put into important moments. That did not happen, if I remember correctly. Matt Murray did not play in the playoffs. Yeah. And we should probably fact check that. I think he was injured. And yeah, it's sad because Matt Murray is just like deeply injured yeah. now. So it's like not even like a fun thing. It's just like, oh, that really sucks. But he... We were really looking forward to him collapsing and... uh yeah, it just didn't happen. No, he he did not play in the yeah. playoffs there. So, yeah, we'll soon, um, Matt Murray, for your own health and also so that we can, I guess, root against you again. Um, yeah, that sucks in general. Mm-hmm. I hope he's okay because I feel bad. Yeah. Like, people hate people hated on him so much for like injury things, and it's like, I know. you can't really do that. Like that's kind of mean. But yeah, yeah. And then anyway, our final. Also- yeah. Oh yeah, you can do this one. Oh sorry. Oh, no, no. I think I think okay, the honor okay. should be yours. <laughs> Thank you. And then our final resolution was we thought that the San Jose Sharks should resolve to give us Eric Carlson back. Failed so badly. Uh, what the hell, Sharks? <laughs> Pittsburgh? Are you kidding? Not even close. <laughs> the exact opposite. It's like Ugh. basically the exact opposite of all. Like that's worse. That's worse than him staying in San Jose. Ugh. Not right. Useless team. I can't believe this. 
Um, so anyways, I hope the Ottawa Senators feel very ashamed for how badly they <laughs> failed at their New Year's resolutions. Uh, we won't give them any resolutions for 2024. We will simply beg them to please not be bad anymore. Um, if they could stop being bad, that would be that would be so great. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, instead of New Year's resolutions, we're going to do some trend forecasting for the hockey world in 2024. It's when everyone says, like, this is what's in in 2024, and this is what's out. These are my predictions. So these are our predictions for what's in and what's out. And some of it is just, like, us telling us what we, telling you what we hope is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of what's in in 2024, what's the first thing? Okay, the first thing is I am just, like, trying to manifest this. Like, better protective gear. Because it's, like, in general in hockey, just in general in life, maybe. Everyone, like, wear a helmet in general but it's like mm-hmm. like i want to see more neck guards i want to see helmets in warm-ups because everyone is always like oh like uh it's so cool to go no helmet no bucky whatever mm-hmm. no brady kachuk is big on that yeah. and you know what brady kachuk i think you're awesome i am a huge fan you're they're gonna get injured like it's very dangerous Everyone it's all happened yeah didn't like thomas shabbat or something get like a I don't think he got injured. I think he has injured several teammates. I think like a lot of times like the puck just like bounces at you. It's like, dude. Exactly. Everyone wear a helmet. Safety is in in 2024. So true. And also like those neck guards look good. It's a good look. Wear them. Wearing one? Like, dude, he looks awesome. Josh Norris briefly when he wore them. But again, Josh Norris is useless. (laughs) And he never sticks with things. Uh, so the second thing that we think is in is supporting short defensemen, uh, specifically Eric Brandstrom, but also like Quinn Hughes and Amanda Boulier for PWHL Ottawa. It is the year of the short defensemen. Yeah, they're just like having a moment and it's great mm-hmm. to see. because They've been oppressed for so long. Yeah, short everyone is always like, we need big bodies on defense. No. We need small bodies on defense. Exactly. Um, the next thing that's in, that, please, is comeback wins. But only in Ottawa. Nowhere yeah. else. No one else do it. No one else please. do it. Please. Please. We are so starved for this. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not confident about it, but it would be nice. Yeah. Uh, the next thing, uh, it's already in, but it's going to stay in. Players signing long-term extensions in Ottawa. Everyone's doing it. It's just like, it's one. It's like the little black dress of the trends. It's just like never mm-hmm. gonna go out of style. Yeah. The next thing that's in is Angus Crookshank. He is not currently in the lineup, but just in general, he's like having a moment again. Shout out Zoobcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Angus Crookshank is so in this year. And you know who else is in this year? Shane Pinto. Woo, he's back. He's back. Um, um kind of it was kind of iconic of him that suspension. Like yeah, he's like... he's he's like kind of a main character now. I, I really love this for him. I think he's gonna have a big year. Mm-hmm. So Shane Pinto like, is in in 2024. Yeah, like probably I still don't fully know what happened. Probably they were right to suspend him if it wasn't allowed, but it's like Still, he's in, like, his reputation, like, revenge era. He's like, how, like, why did that happen? Also, mm-hmm. there he gave, like, an interview 
where he was talking about like what he can contribute to the, contribute to the team and stuff now that he's back. And he said, like, you know, even if maybe I'm not in the lineup or whatever, um, I think the boys will just see my smile and oh. just like have their spirits uplifted or something. I don't know exactly what he said, but he did say like the boys will just like see my smile. And I was like, that's awesome. You know oh, what? Yeah. That is a face that won hottest senator in 2022. Exactly. Like he and he is back and he is going to win it this year. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what's in this year. In terms of what's mm-hmm. out, a lot of things, because uh, as our listeners all know, we are haters to our <laughs> core. The first thing that's out, I need to get this off my chest because I have a grievance with hockey Twitter. When we are excited about women's sports, when women's sports does well, Can we please come up with any way to express that that is not saying, oh, but I was told nobody likes women's sports. Oh, the nobody watches women's sports crowd is shaking, crying, throwing up right now. Can we just, can we just appreciate women's sports without making it about the haters? So I am saying all of those jokes, that whole genre of jokes that is like, but nobody but people say that nobody watches women's sports those are out in 2024 stop making those jokes i fully agree it's also just like so it is so annoying i think they served their purpose at the time it was a good at briefly like a good like dunk on the haters type thing but now it's like you need to stop being concerned with the haters because the haters are misogynists and they don't care. They are just misogynists. Literally. And it's like, I probably made some of those jokes not too long ago, too. But I am declaring those jokes out. See, these are trends. That joke was mm. cool a little while ago. It's not cool anymore. And it's, yeah, it's just like, why are you constantly making this about the haters? Like, especially now that women's sports are doing so well. It's like, can we just ignore them? Also, like, I'm sorry. The women's sports hater- haters, the, that crowd... They're not shaking, crying, throwing up. Have you seen what those people are posting? They are unhinged. These people have actually convinced themselves that this is all some kind of like elaborate scheme by governments or whatever to make people believe that people watch women's sports. They think that the arenas are selling out with like corporate sponsorships. And that, like, (laughs) the broadcast companies are artificially inflating the numbers. Like, they are at wild levels of like tinfoil hat like conspiracy theory thinking right now they are not convinced by those numbers you posting like attendance numbers or broadcast numbers is not actually effectively dunking on them because they are still convincing themselves that this is all somehow fake or they'll say like oh but nobody actually likes watching it everyone's watching it because they're virtue signaling like there is no point in arguing with these people. So just ignore them and enjoy women's sports, please. Please. Yeah. Like, there will never be any winning with them. So it's just like, no. we can stop it now. It's all fine. They're gone. We had our They're fun. Out. We're putting that away. We're just having our fun now, you know? Our fun yeah. just amongst ourselves and not dunking on them. Mm-hmm. That's a great out. Mm-hmm. I fully agree. Yes. Um, <laughs> our next out is in a similar vein of misogyny. Um, every joke that on Twitter makes, I think his at is 
No. I... Okay, well, before it was. I think he Is that not it. him anymore? Oh, he changed it? He tried to. He. I don't know. Like, I. I have no idea. I hate this man. I hate His tweets so are so bad. And he's also. He's been around so long. And it's just. He has never been funny. Just. Yeah. I want him to stop tweeting. Mm-hmm. Like, we get it. And it's just like. Dude, like, it's cringe. It's racist at points. It's misogynistic at points. He's an out. Every guy like that is an out. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, because we don't want to get in trouble, we will be bleeping out his name. So yeah. have fun trying to figure out who we're talking about. This <laughs> might get us into more trouble as people yeah. try to guess at who it is. What I'm thinking is that, like, okay, if you think it's about you... It's probably not. Like you're probably the one we're talking about is probably not listening. To if this it's an about if it's about it. an account you like, it's fine. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not about it's not about an account you like, we promise. That's what I mean. Yeah. If you think it's about an account you like, it's not. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're listening to this, you agree with us. Just trust me on this. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what's also out? Think sense fans thinking that it's only possible to have one good defenseman on a team or two good defensemen. Like, why are people going on Twitter.com saying we have to trade Shabbat? We have to trade Chikrin. There is no space. There's a log jam on defense. There isn't. The defense is so bad. Have you seen them play? <laughs> we can have more than one good defenseman. Please let us finally put that narrative to rest. The Sens are not going to get better if they trade another one of their good defensemen. That's not how it works. I'm just so obsessed with the idea that the issue with the Sens defense is that there's too much talent. Like, I know. There's too many good players. Like, no, I promise that's not the case. Oh, God. That's hilarious. The next thing that's out is the trapezoid rule. Because in the PWHL, there is no trapezoid rule. And it made everything better. The other, like, I really like all the rule changes in the PWHL. Mm-hmm. So, like, in general, those rules are in. But, like, the trapezoid rule... Especially the three-point system. That's my favorite. Yeah. Dude, it's so good. So those are, like, I guess more ins. And so, like, mm-hmm. everything that NHL does is out. But, like, mm-hmm. the trapezoid rule especially, stupid. Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Why, like, the conceit of the rule is, like, Sometimes goalies are too talented. Let goalies so be talented. Yeah, what's the issue? Why do you stifle them? Exactly. Anyway, it's out. Um, the next thing that's out is curses picked up in Sweden or possibly in trades for Matt Duchesne. Please let them end. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> this says Ottawa Senators... Do not set foot in Sweden in 2024. Eric Brandstrom, your wedding is being moved to Ottawa, Ontario. We do not go to that place. I'm sorry. You'll never see your family again. It's for the best. Um, We can't risk any more curses. Yeah, we really can't. Uh, The next thing that is out is Leafs winning playoff rounds. You put this down, but I fully agree. It ran its course last year. It's not It's not good anymore. It's, it's cool. never mm-hmm. Yeah. Our next one, this is going to be controversial. Uh, it's a really big announcement for this podcast. Um, this is not, like, out forever. 
but we are putting a pause on Sens are winning the cup jokes until they win a few games. Maybe yeah. if they just win like two games in a row. Or do you mm-hmm. want to say five? <laughs> we'll never make it again. Um, like my thing is that we're not like it's not again. Yeah, it's not out out. We're just like withholding it in terms mm-hmm. of like they don't like, deserve it. Mm-hmm. Like if your kid is misbehaving, you don't give them dessert. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's not they don't they don't need to hear that right now. They need tough love. So we're not making sense are winning the cup jokes. We will continue to make Ottawa PWHL team is winning the cup like statements. I'm not calling those jokes because like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the Sens are not winning the cup. You heard it here first. No, they're not winning the cup. Do you want to say the next thing that's out? Sure. Are we bleeping this too or no? I don't whatever. know. Ah, uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> He's been out. out. He's out. I want him off the TSN broadcast. I want him off Twitter.com. I want him out of Ottawa. I want everyone to stop interacting with him. This yeah. man does not realize how bad his takes are. He does not realize how far down the far right rabbit hole he is. Mm-hmm. Like He needs to his, log off. His most recent hits have been peddling misinformation about vaccines with pseudoscience. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, who am I going to listen to? Oh, I think it will be the hockey player with no formal post-secondary education, I believe. He knows mm-hmm. the most, surely. Uh, so yeah, he's out. If you see him at his little broadcast booth, don't take a selfie with him. Ignore him. And yeah, when we say that is out, we mean also simping for being a reply guy. Out. It was never really in, but it's especially out now. What are you doing pretending his jokes are funny? Trying to get his attention online? Just... He's such a bad poster. He is so unfunny. He is just... Why Why do you care what he thinks? Why are you trying to get his attention? Just stop. Yeah. He had one hit years ago, which was, in a few years, like, Ottawa will have a much better team than Toronto, and it won't even be yeah. close. His one good tweet. And I don't even think he stands by it. Exactly. We should bleep out his name and then just leave everything else in so everyone knows exactly who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Plausible deniability. Mm -hmm. Um, And our final thing that's out, gambling ads. They're not cool. I'm so sick of them. I'm like, I'm not going to gamble. And it's like, I don't even know what they're saying. Like, I don't know what the like money line is. So I'm just, like, annoyed by them. Like, when they're like, oh, plus 250. I don't know what that means. And I am annoyed that it's making people have gambling addictions. So, yeah. And also, like, okay, a little peek behind the curtain here. Um, As a content creator online in the hockey space, I have been approached by gambling companies about doing ads for them and refuse. And I'm not saying this to, like on my high horse here i'm saying this to tell you they offer a fuck ton of money like many of your favorite blogs and podcasts they are kept afloat by gambling companies and i just want you to think about like i'm not criticizing any of the you know blogs podcasts whatever that take money from these gambling companies it's a lot of money i respect it it's fine whatever but i want you as a listener to sit with this implication 
how do the gambling companies have this much money? How are they able to throw money at random Twitter users and say, I'm going to send you to this many Sens games in the 100 section, however many you want this season? Because I got that offer. I was not in Ottawa, so I couldn't accept it. <laughs> but like, just just sit with that for a minute and think about how much money they are throwing around at random people. Where are they getting that money? It is from you. From the people who gamble. The house always wins. Just think about that. It's crazy that everyone, like, the one thing everyone knows about gambling is the house always wins. And people mm-hmm. still gamble. Like, mm-hmm. that, the house always wins. Anyway, yeah, I just, like, don't do it. Also, I am so, this might be controversial, I'm, like, wary of people who post analytics in the context of, so this can help you bet better mm. I guess, like giving like obviously like yeah like analytics are true and stuff but it's just like I am so wary of them trying to be like so it's a sure thing it's like nothing is a sure thing like please mm-hmm. stop people are losing so much money it's just bad all around gambling in general is out yeah you heard it here first no one gamble yeah so those are our our trend forecasts now we're gonna go into just a few predictions for 2024 in the hockey world. And I want to start out with this one. So um, it's been a confusing time for a lot of hockey fans recently because everyone is talking about this thing called the Stanley Cup, but they're not talking about the hockey trophy. They're talking about a water bottle. And my prediction for 2024 is that the Stanley Cup water bottle trend, this is going to be over and i mean like fully over dead by april um like nobody will be talking about that it will be uncool to own a stanley cup everyone's gonna be like i don't know there are gonna be stereotypes about people who own those there's gonna be a different water bottle that everyone owns people will be over this trend and a few months later in june the nhl will start the stanley cup playoffs and they will make Stanley Cup water bottle jokes non-stop throughout the playoffs. I am also (laughs) predicting that a player who wins the cup, or possibly a wag, will do a, like, parody video of those Stanley Cup TikToks that are like, what I drink out of my Stanley or whatever, but with the actual Stanley Cup, and it'll be really funny, but it'll be months out of date. That's a really specific prediction. But, but that's what I, I think is going to happen. Yeah, Like, I think you're right. Like, I can see all of this happening. It's so specific, mm-hmm. but those are the best predictions. Um, Yeah. Like, I think that that's, like, going to come true. Because we see it now with, like, the NFTs. Like, the, the, mm-hmm. the league is doing NFTs right now. So it's like, they don't exactly have a finger on the pulse. Um, Yeah, well, it is funny because, like, everyone's talking about Stanley Cup, and you think, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for the NHL to really cash in on some jokes, and they're not doing anything. And then you're like, oh, they're waiting for the playoffs, because that's when they're talking about the Stanley Cup. But then you just know the trend is going to be over by the playoffs. I know, also, they're waiting for the playoffs. In my head, though, there's also just, like, so many board meetings of, like, what's the strategy here? Like, it's just all bureaucracy all the way down where it's like, it's going to take like six months to clear a joke for this. 
They also um, like just found out about the trend yesterday. Like, you know, they're they're a little bit late to it anyways. Like they don't they don't know what's going on. But you know, it's fine. So everyone you do your jokes. Like everyone get your jokes off. Because it's going on like the Stanley Cup water bottle thing. Yeah, I see it coming to an end soon. It's so. going to be over long before the playoffs start, I think. Yeah, so everyone, if you want to make a joke about it, do a joke right now. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a great prediction. My prediction is, like, more boring. Mine is just, like, I feel like the Canucks are just so, like, on everyone's mind right now. And I was like, what do I think will be their fate at the end of the season? And I think they're either going to get swept in the first round, or if they don't do that, they're going to win the cup, like, an easy route to the cup. Like, they're going to win it, like, so easily type thing. Because it's, like, I know that their thing right now is just they're being so lucky. So it's, like, when exactly will it run out? I think it will either happen at the very beginning of the playoffs or the very beginning of next season. So if you're a Vancouver Canucks fan, you have maybe something to look forward to, according to me. And, I mean, you're always right. So Yeah. Yeah, I predict that the Leafs will go back to losing in the first round. Yeah, it's going to be great. It'll be funny, and the Leafs are nothing if not funny. Yeah. And then our yeah. final prediction, PWHL Ottawa wins the cup. Mm-hmm. That's like I mean, that's just fact. Happen. Yeah, you've seen the script. It's going to happen. Yeah, so that brings an end to our episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter or Blue Sky at EliteSensBrain. You can also follow us on Tumblr at EliteSensBrain.tumblr.com. Uh, I am at CBiataE on Twitter and Blue Sky. I am at EricsonsBurner on Twitter. Technically, I'm deactivated right now because apparently Circle's tweets got made public. But um, on Twitter, maybe, and on Blue Sky, yes. <laughs> And also make sure to read Silver 7 and subscribe. The site is, we, we the way we keep it running is through subscriptions. And we do actually need money to keep running in, you know, the coming year. So would really appreciate your subscription if you enjoy our content. Right now, almost all of our content is still free for everyone to enjoy. So we just kind of appreciate the subscriptions as a little uh, donation. And you get like a small reward for it. But uh, hopefully we would like to keep it that way so that things can stay free for most people. So anyways, yeah, that is my my plug. Nate, are you happy with me now? Um, He's telling us we all hate like, you know, doing subscription drives, but we all have to do it. So anyways, subscribe to Silver 7 Sends. Follow us on social media. See you next time. Go Sends Go. Go PWHL Ottawa Go. Bye. Bye.